Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. And this is a short, brief little update about Vivek Ramashami running for presidential candidate in the primaries. If you read his book, he says one thing. What he says on the platform is entirely different to some degree. But the one thing that I do discern is very much a uh, mentality that is even more dangerous than Donald Trump, even more dangerous than Ron DeSantis. He implies that he report he supports white supremacy. He implies that people who have a hard time making it in this world are in fact lazy and unable to get ahead just because of their own fault. Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. And this is a short, brief little update about Vivek Ramashami running for presidential candidate in the primaries. If you read his book, he says one thing. What he says on the platform is entirely different to some degree. But the one thing that I do discern is very much a uh, mentality that is even more dangerous than Donald Trump, even more dangerous than Ron DeSantis. He implies that he report he supports white supremacy. He implies that people who have a hard time making it in this world are in fact lazy and unable to get ahead just because of their own fault. He implies that if you're a victim, it's your fault, rather than other external issues that give rise. Some people are born into very dire situations, and a very few can make it out. But the problem is, over the last 40 years, our government and our society has made it more difficult, in fact, for people to rise above, more difficult for people to succeed economically especially when people like Donald Trump and the GOP party gave the largest tax break in the history of the United States to the wealthiest people in the United States. Instead of helping out the middle class and the poor, they did exactly the opposite, making the divide that chasm even wider. And so for Vivek Ramachami to say that people who can't get ahead can't repay their student loans or whiners and complainers, well... Maybe they do have some of a right to because of what the GOP has done to them. And the GOP has, over the last 25 years, done a hell of a lot to make people's lives in America much more difficult. Uh, those of us, like myself, who are very lucky and fortunate to have two retirements and to have Social Security coming in and can pay our bills and are fairly well off, you know, most of us don't stop to think about how difficult it is for young people today to make it in this world. But let me give you an example. Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. And this is a short, brief little update about Vivek Ramachami running for presidential candidate in the primaries. If you read his book, he says one thing. What he says on the platform is entirely different to some degree. But the one thing that I do discern is very much a uh, mentality that is even more dangerous 
than Donald Trump, even more dangerous than Ron DeSantis. He implies that he report he supports white supremacy. He implies that people who have a hard time making it in this world are in fact lazy and unable to get ahead just because of their own fault. He implies that if you're a victim, it's your fault, rather than other external issues that give rise. Some people are born into very dire situations, and a very few can make it out. But the problem is, over the last 40 years, our government and our society has made it more difficult, in fact, for people to rise above, more difficult for people to succeed economically. Especially when people like Donald Trump and the GOP party gave the largest tax break in the history of the United States to the wealthiest people in the United States. Instead of helping out the middle class and the poor, they did exactly the opposite, making the divide that chasm even wider. And so for Vivek Ramachami to say that people who can't get ahead can't repay their student loans or whiners and complainers, well... Maybe they do have some of a right to because of what the GOP has done to them. And the GOP has, over the last 25 years, done a hell of a lot to make people's lives in America much more difficult. Uh, those of us, like myself, who are very lucky and fortunate to have two retirements and to have Social Security coming in and can pay our bills and are fairly well off, you know, most of us don't stop to think about how difficult it is for young people today to make it in this world. But let me give you an example. Now, I'm not going to use any names. I will give you locations and uh, relative topics about the issue I'm going to discuss with this young married couple who lives just nearby me. Recently, I stopped by and I asked her when she was pulling weeds in her garden, a rental property that she is renting with her husband, both professionals. She's in the medical profession. I mean, she's not a doctor, but she is in the medical profession. And her husband works for the villages. Um, and they pay rent of $3,000 a month for a two-bedroom two-bath villa, very tiny villa. It's about 1,500 square feet. That's large for some people, I guess. And a year ago, a year and a half ago, they told me and my wife that they were planning on moving to Middleton, one of the more upper-scale new areas of the villages, because they both live here and work here. And they wanted to start to raise a family and um, and things at the time were affordable. Well, they were. But a year and a half ago, interest rates were only 2.5%, 3%. Well, interest rates are 7% today. And she looked very despondent, and she said, I don't believe we're going to be able to fulfill our dream of ever getting to Middleton, but not only because interest rates are high and we can't meet the down requirement of $60,000, and we can't meet the mortgage payment requirements because we haven't been working that long, so our credit ratings aren't that high. But they only sell a small home that only has a one-car garage, and we need a house with a two-car garage minimum 
to be able to park our cars and not have to worry about them being vandalized or damaged. But Middleton really is, at this point, rather unaffordable. And she said, we can look at other properties in the area that are built by Lennar, DeVosta, or uh, D.R. Horton that provide a clubhouse and a small pool to go to with a gym. And they're much cheaper when you look at the overall cost. And I said, I had to agree with that. She said, but nevertheless, I don't believe at this point, at least in the foreseeable future of the next one to two years, we're ever going to be getting out of this rental situation. And thus, as long as we are in the rental situation, we will never be gaining any equity in a home. We'll never be building any wealth. We'll never be doing the things that people were able to do before by buying a house. We cannot buy a house because we simply cannot afford it. And that's how difficult things are right now in America. And who gave us this policy? The Republicans. Because the Republicans in Congress are the ones that have voted for the, all these economic disasters, and also the Democrats too, in that Excessive spending leads to inflation. Excessive spending in areas and programs that do not provide any benefit to American citizens, i.e. better roads, better streets, better infrastructure, better um, schools, etc., etc. Most of the money that has been allocated to infrastructure improvement is not doing that. And then also... The Democratic administration under Joe Biden is disrupting the auto industry through its use of non-unionized workers to build EVs throughout the United States, giving cash credit uh, rebates and credits to people who buy American-made EVs. I don't have any problem with that, but what I do have a problem with is those of us like myself a Democrat who wants to buy a gasoline-powered car uh, are not getting those tax breaks. And I think this is wrong, but I want you all to go out and purchase or look at Vivek Ramashami's book, read what it says, and then when he speaks in his debates, I want you to go back and bookmark what he said in his book and do a comparison. You'll find out that he's a flip-flopper and he doesn't truly believe what he wrote in his book anymore. But he believes that anybody that's in the middle class or the lower poverty areas are victims of their own fault. And that, my friends, is just bullshit. With that, Bob out.